Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. Begin to be poured out upon all men. This is that spoken by the prophet Joel. This is that spoken by the prophet Joel. Then the last days I pour out my spirit, saying, Lord. everyone, Pastor Bob here with the Tell It Like It Is radio broadcast. Good to have you with us tonight. That was Timothy Spell starting us off just like he does every radio show with the song This Is That, which I like. I like the music and I like the message. 
great voice. Uh, he's got another song called Muddy Mississippi. Well, actually, I know he sings the lead on that song. That's not him. That's not on his album. Uh, who is that by, Muddy Mississippi? Uh, I can't even think of it now. Well, anyway, uh, maybe I'll try to find that here and play that tonight. You are tuning in to the Tell It Like It Is radio show. This show is uh, sponsored by the New Life Pentecostal Church in Dickinson, North Dakota. 105 7th Avenue West is our is our address. We're right on Interstate 94. We've got um, the best location in town, the nicest church in town, in my opinion. And uh, that's, I suppose it probably is my opinion, but it is. Uh, we had a, a beautiful facility. We had, I th- they told me we had 430 people there on Saturday for a wedding. We had a wedding there on Saturday. One of my granddaughters got married and she, um, we, we got a lot of people in that building, but we found out we can fit more in there than that. And so uh, it's exciting what God is doing, and it was exciting to see all those people in there. And, of course, uh, we know that they weren't all there for to obey Acts 2.38, but it was great to have all of them there that came. We've got uh, people texting me already tonight, and as I said, you can text me to be part of the program, 701-290-7862. We've got some, um, we've got some uh, Lunas listening in Wapaton. We've got the Willis family listening in here, and they said it, they've got the best pastor in town. Hmm, I wonder who he is. And then we've got um, Sister Yvonne and Marin Stegner and Bowman listening tonight. We've got, um, let's see, who else has texted me so far? Um, the Tarbells listening in Bismarck. Good to have them listening. We've got Brother Johnson listening in Mesa, Arizona. And uh, the Dunaways, thank you, Brother Tarbell. That's who it is, Muddy Mississippi. You know how to play the guitar in that song? Ben Ben Tarbell is a guitar player, uh, very, very good. I was going to try to say something in French, but I couldn't remember how it went. Par, is it par excellence or something like that? Is that right? But anyway, uh, he's listening in Bismarck tonight with his family. Um, so if you want to be part of the program, text me 701-290-7862. They're coming in. We've got uh, Sister Becky listening tonight. we got some songs. I'm going to play my favorite song from Bill Farron tonight. So you'll, that'll be next up on the queue. We'll, we'll play that. Uh, our next service in Dickinson is Wednesday night. Uh, we have Church in Beulah, or excuse me, Church in Beach. North Dakota. That's at the Beach Community Center Tuesday nights at 7.30. Wednesday nights at 7.30 in Dickinson at 501 Elks Drive. Thursday night in Bowman on Main Street in Bowman. They're at a storefront church that we have, and they also have church on Sunday there at 10.30. And this week we have a, a missionary here, a missionary to Korea, and uh, he's going to be with us Tuesday night in Beach, Wednesday night in Dickinson, Thursday night in Bowman, so you don't want to miss that. And then next Sunday, a week from today, we have Joseph Conroy with us. He's a very interesting and unique preacher, and he'll be with us next Sunday in our church, and Tuesday in Beach, Wednesday in Dickinson, Thursday in Bowman. So we've got two, two back-to-back weeks with special speakers I'm not, I'm going to forget how to preach if it, if we're not careful. I've um, I've had a good friend of mine Gilbert Pearson preaching here recently, and um, and so I I'm going to go like I think th- three weeks I think without preaching. So I'm going to have to take it out on you listening tonight on the radio. All right, 
said all that, kind of got my introductions done. We're going to talk about something that I spoke about in our church service a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago. The um, If I could be known for anything, known, if I could be known, for, I, some people have been telling me I mispronounce the word known. I say known, which is really sad. My, my mom has never, my mom, the English teacher, has never told me that. But I'm going to try to say it. If I could be known, known for something, I would like to be known for the verse that I, these two verses that I'm going to read. If people, if people think I repeat myself a lot, I want to repeat myself a lot on the topic I'm going to talk about. I I know that my dad had many sayings that he used, and when I was younger, I got tired of the sayings. But now that he's passed away, I remember all the sayings, and they make me smile when I think of my dad's sayings that he had. And so it's good to repeat yourself. It's good to be remembered by something. And this radio show tonight that I'm going to talk about is God's way is the best thing you could do for yourself. The title of it is, is God's way is the best way. Deuteronomy 10.12 And now, O Israel... What doth the Lord thy God require of thee? But to fear the Lord thy God, to walk in all his ways, and to love him, and to serve the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, to keep the commandments of the Lord and his statutes, which I command thee this day. Now, I didn't finish the verse, and I will finish it in just a minute. But there's a reason I didn't finish it, because I want to make a point out of it. These verses bother people if unless you finish the verse. The Lord requires something of us. Deuteronomy 10:12. Here's what he requires of us to fear him. He wants us to fear him. I know I know you new uh Christian people don't like to think about all oh, that that means reverence pastor Bob, but don't don't say fear. Don't 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 say fear pastor Bob. That's reverence. Well, <laughs> it's translated fear and it means fear. That's what it means. Fear the Lord thy God. He requires this. And then it says to walk not in some of his ways, but to walk in all of his ways. And so this is required. This is what the Lord is requiring of us. He wants us to do these things. And then it says he's requiring us to love him. He wants us to love him. Which is really going the extra mile above fearing him and walking in all of his ways. Now we're doing it because we love him. And then it says to serve the Lord thy God with all thy heart and soul. Some people think God is here to serve us. They put in their 50 cents worth of prayer, they push the button and ask for a Coke. And if God doesn't give them one, then they're bitter. I don't believe in God. He doesn't answer prayer. Well, (laughs) they've got it a little mixed up. He's not serving us. We're serving him. It's kind of like when the Lord spoke to Samuel when he was a little boy in 1 Samuel. Uh, Eli told Samuel, if you hear the voice again, you say, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. But we've got this turned around. We think it's supposed to be, Hear, Lord, because thy servant speaketh. (laughs) That's what we think it's supposed to be. So Deuteronomy 10.12 has some things God requires of us. Verse 13, to keep the commandments of the Lord and his statutes, Moses said, which I command thee this day. Now, Here's the last three words of Deuteronomy 10.13. For thy good. 
God requires all of these things from us, not for his good, not for Pastor Bob's good. It's it's not to uh, make me look good. It's not to make God happier. You know, I think God's going to do okay whether I serve him or not. He's going to do all right. He's the all-sufficient one. He really doesn't need anything. You know, what do you buy God for Christmas? When I was a little boy, I thought my dad liked cigars, so I'd go down to the grocery store. This was back when, and here again, I, you know, I wasn't a Pentecostal. I would go to the grocery store, and I'd buy my dad a cigar for his birthday or for Christmas. And and um, found out years later, my dad didn't even like those cigar, cigars. He'd smoke them when I bought them for him. But what do you buy God for Christmas? He certainly doesn't want a cigar. You know, God doesn't need anything from us. These verses say that we are supposed to do these things for our good. Like it does me good. And this radio show tonight is about that. I'm going to spend this show talking about a song that's a song that was written many, many years ago. Uh, This song was by a guy named Cyrus Newsbaum. And he had gone through a difficult time, and he wrote a song called His Way With Thee. And I'm going to tell you tonight that you need to let God have his way with you because it will do you good. It's for your good. The commandments of God were not that God was trying to make this thing as difficult as he could to see how much we loved him. He made his commandments because this is the best way for us. Text me tonight. If, let me know you're listening. 701-290-7862. The Lord will be returning very soon. Maybe evening, morning, or at noon Not for the foolish virgins, but the wise Then recompense the world for all their lies The born-again believers will sing their triumph song Say la, it might not be too long All ages standing by Waiting for that trumpet in the sky Then the archangel will blow it loud And we'll all meet together in the clouds Even so come Lord Jesus Is what we ought to pray Say ah, he might just come today And trials for us to learn To cultivate a Christ-like attitude Be holy unto Jesus The bread of life, our food We'll hear the words Thou good and faithful servant Enter in 
Your rest will now begin. Think about it before it gets too late. You better say lock, cause when he comes back, he won't wait. You better count the cost, there's one thing you can't buy. Won't be no tickets sold on eBay when we fly. Jesus is coming back, he is coming back real soon. Don't know just when it could be morning, night, or noon. Is coming back as a thief in the night. Before he does, my friends, you better make things right. Above the clouds, we'll live on high. No more sickness, no more tears, we'll never have to die. The mystery of godliness is shown. The glory of the Father to us He's been made known. Forever we will praise Jesus throughout eternity. Selah, well that's what it means to me. 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 Your brother. Pastor Bob singing background. Well, that's what it means to me. Pastor Bob, tell it like it is radio show. Thank you for the text. Yes, I did bring my guitar, Brother Paul. So what am I going to play? I don't know. Um, we've got uh, people saying nice things about me so far. Thank you. Appreciate that. And um, good to have see good to see Zach and Leah. They just are listening in Fargo tonight. They were in our church in Dickinson. I really wished I could spend some time visiting with you people. Uh, I would like that. I miss these guys. Um, Zach seems like the epitome of a level-headed guy. I don't know if that's true or not, but he just seems like it to me. We are talking about let God have his way with you, and it's for your own good. It's not doing God any good. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, God God wants, you know, he, he's rejoicing over the sinners that come back home and all that. But it's doing us good. My text is Deuteronomy ten twelve. God requires his people to fear him. And Brother Johnson said the word reverence means to, or revere means to fear again. <laughs> That's pretty interesting. I didn't know that. That's pretty good. Um, fear the Lord, walk in his ways, love him, serve the Lord. With all your heart, soul, heart and soul, keep the commandments of the Lord and His statutes for thy good. Like it's for your good. You know this. This is the best thing you can do for yourself is to give your life to God. Doesn't sound like much of a sacrifice to me. Isn't that weird? I mean, to think about it, the best thing you can do for your life is to give your life away and let God have it. You know this this um, couple was it a couple Sundays ago maybe it was was last Sunday I woke up with that song at four thirty in the morning. You know, would you live for Jesus and be always pure and good? Would you walk with Him within the narrow road? Would you have Him bear your burden, carry all your load, let Him have His way with thee? 
His power can make you what you ought to be. His blood can cleanse your heart and make you free. His love can fill your soul and you will see. T'was best for him to have his way with thee. At 4.30 in the morning, couldn't go back to sleep. That song was in my head. Lord, why couldn't you wake me up at 6.30 in the morning with that song in my head? Maybe the message would have been just as good. I don't know. But his way is the best way. You that are fighting against God, you that are thinking of walking away from God, you that are backslidden today, thinking that God is holding something, holding some great, fun, entertaining, uh, wonderful fulfillment away from you, that's a lie. It was the same lie that Satan told Eve in the garden. He, when he told her that you are, um, you know, that God knows, you know, he's holding this fruit back uh, from you because he knows that, you know, the day you eat of this, you're going to be this wonderful person. Your mind is going to be fulfilled and filled and expanded, and, and you're going to see everything, and you're going to be as smart as God. He's holding back from you, Eve. Okay. And she believed it. You know, this... Um, Brother Jones said at one one time a long time ago, Brother Dale Jones, God is not, he's not scary, but he is dangerous. That's true. Uh, good to have Brother Blackshear listening tonight. Brother Blackshear is listening. Good to have him. Haven't seen him for a little while. Proverbs 8.33. Hear instruction and be wise and refuse it not. Blessed is the man that heareth me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at the posts of my doors. For whoso findeth me, findeth life, and shall obtain the favor of the Lord. But he that sinneth against me, wrongeth his own soul. All that hate me love death. Now this is talking like wisdom is talking. This is not God talking here in Proverbs 8.33. Sometimes you've got it, when you read the book of Proverbs, you think it's God talking, but sometimes he's using wisdom like in making it into a person. And wisdom is saying, whoever finds me finds life and shall obtain favor of the Lord, but he that sinneth against me wrongeth his own soul. All that hate me love death. That's why this should be a pretty easy sell tonight on the radio. Like, here's the cell. Do you want to be happy now and happy forever? Or do you want to be miserable now and miserable forever? This is the cell. This is the, this is the sales slogan. You know, this, this, doing things God way, God's way is not because he's just this big old mean God that wants to make us miserable. Like, for instance, God's the one that came up with the idea of marriage. Like you're not having sex with everybody, you know, you wait till you're married and that's the person you have sex with. God, that was God's idea. That wasn't Pastor Bob's idea. Like I didn't make any of this stuff up that I, that I talk about on the radio. I don't make this up. I'm, I'm just telling you like it's in the Bible. Don't get mad at me. You know, I'm just, I'm just the, uh, you know, the herald. I'm just the, uh, the person that tells you what it says. I didn't write it. You don't like the Bible? Don't don't get mad at me. But you so so you know you're living with your girlfriend, you're not married, or maybe you've had fifteen girlfriends. I don't know. And you say, 
the Pastor Bob says, you can't do that, that's wrong. And you say, how judgmental is he? How prudish is he? He's trying to hold us back from having fun. Well, you know, um, and here, I'm not trying to be crude here tonight. I'm just bringing up an example, but I don't know. I'm not. I don't know anything about sports. I, I really don't. But I heard uh, a few years ago there was a famous quarterback that was also famous for, you know, having many many girlfriends all over the place. And uh, he was teasing a guy named, I think, Roger Stahlbach, is that right? Who had been married for many, many years. And he told Roger Stahlbach, he said, I've had more sex with more women than you have. And Roger Stahlbach said, I've had sex more than you've had. And I was glad he said that to him. Because that it's maybe it sound a little crude to you, but what I'm telling you, God's not against you having fun. He's not against your life being fulfilled. In fact, he designed his commands so you could have the most fun. So that you know who your dad was. And you have a good home. And a good family. And your children are decent and well adjusted. Like, like um, if I'm ever depressed, all I got to do is have some of my grandkids come around me. They encourage me. They make my day. They say really cute things, like the little ones. They say really, really neat things. And you don't want me to start, okay? You just don't. But, I mean, they, they say really funny, funny things. Um, okay, I will start. One of my granddaughters was in a wedding yesterday. Her name's Jamie. And she told somebody, she said, I'm getting married tomorrow. And somebody said, well, you're not getting married. And she goes, I am too. Dakota asked me. (laughs) Dakota was her aunt that was getting married. Well, see, I'm telling you, I'm enjoying my grandchildren now because my wife and I stayed married together all these years. And I get to be part of my grandchildren's lives. You see, God knew what he was doing when he laid out his laws and his rules. He wants us to be happy. He wants us to be fulfilled. You know, if, if you could sum up, I know Jesus summed up all the Old Testament in two commandments, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Pastor Bob can sum it up in one commandment. <laughs> Don't be selfish. Being selfish is the worst thing you can do for yourself. The most selfless people will have the most friends, and the people that have the most friends are many times the happiest people. The most selfish people have a hard time having friends because nobody wants to be around you. Why am I saying all this stuff? Because God's way is the best way. And if you won't listen to wisdom, you love death. You wrongeth your own soul. Now the wisdom that God has, he's willing to give it to anybody. James 1.5 says, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. And, and so God doesn't get mad at people asking for wisdom. He won't rebuke you for asking for wisdom if you honestly ask God for wisdom. But if you do ask him, 
You better be ready to do what he tells you. I've got a friend that used to say at work, Brother West would say, buy your books and buy your books and all you do is eat the covers. <laughs> well, if you ask God for wisdom and you won't do it, it's kind of like that. God's buying you books, but you're not reading them. That's why in James chapter 1 and 6 it goes on to say, But let him ask in faith nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. And let not that man think he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So don't just ask God for wisdom, but by faith believe it and continue on with it. Let him have his way with thee. Let's see, who's texting me? What kind of things are people texting me? Oh, okay. Um, Sister Bretz is listening tonight. And we've got uh, Brother Fuller listening. He told me I'm doing good. And we've got, oh, thank you. And let's see, who else is? Uh, Dale and Sue Jones are listening, and she never misses. She never, are you going to win some kind of award for listening to me and never missing? Uh, the Farrens are listening. Did you hear that I played played my favorite song of yours earlier, Brother Farron? Uh, let's see, I mentioned some of the rest of these. Speaking of songs, i got my guitar in here, and Brother uh, Paul says, play play a song. So I will. Let's see. Let's, I'll try one I wrote. How's this one? See if it fits in with what we're talking about. Simple song called You wrote this a few years ago and uh, sang it at the jail a lot uh, haven't been asked to be on CCM or uh, the gospel greats or anything but maybe someday I will whenever I slow down this is my story I'll tell you what folks when I was a drug user when I was without God I was looking for this that I've got now this is the good way this is the right way God's got the good stuff you pulled me from the garbage And you taught me how to live And you filled me with your spirit And you washed away my sin You there is none like you, none beside you, you. You alone are holy, alone are worthy, you. You're the one who made me, the one who saved me, you. And I love you, my God. You. And you. Have given me a family, and you have taught me how to live. And you never really can be. You, Amen. Let me sing that first verse again. You filled me with your spirit And you washed away my sin 
you. Ah, there's none like you, none beside you, you. You alone are holy, alone are worthy, you. You're the one who made me, the one who saved me, you. And I love you, my God. Yes, I love you, my God. Oh, I love you, my God. You. Best thing that ever happened to me. Everything God's ever asked me to do is for my good. And it's going to be the same for you. Um, you know, this uh, this idea that it's too hard to live for God, it's too hard to keep His commandments, it's too hard not to. And this is what I want to be remembered by. Uh, I, I should do this radio, I should read that scripture every radio show. I want to be remembered by Deuteronomy chapter 10 and verse 13, that after all these things that God asks us to do, in 12 and 13, He says, for thy good. I... If you're listening to this broadcast and you are serving God and thinking about being tempted and thinking about not serving God, I want you to feel so stupid right now. Like, just stupid. Like, you're stupid. You are sinning against your own soul, according to Proverbs 8.36. Like, that's dumb. It's like jumping off a cliff. I mean, the devil makes it look like it's really fun. But if you jump off the cliff without a parachute, it's not fun. I mentioned this song that I, I was inspired to do this message by Cyrus Nussbaum. He wrote, His Way With Thee. Look it up. If you don't have an old song, look at it online. It's the song, His Way With Thee. Uh, my idea, here's, here's my thing. Let me just say this. Interject here. Just take two seconds or 30 seconds. The reason some people think the old songs are better than the new songs, let me tell you why. Because the only old songs we're still singing are the ones that were good. Because the ones that weren't any good, we don't even remember those ones anymore. So the old songs are all good because the reason they're good is because they made it. Now some of the new songs are going to make it too, but we won't know until 10 years from now. 10 years from now, or 5 years from now, or a year from now, you won't be singing some of those same songs that you sing now, because they're no good. They're dumb, you know. I mean, um, I could give you my, I could go on a rant on some of the new choruses that are sung in churches that I think are not going to last, you know. Um, you know, this is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my, <laughs> that one's not going to make it very long. <laughs> some of you probably love that song. But don't just tell me how you're going to fight your battles. Go ahead and fight your battles. But in this song, His Way With Thee, there are three promises in the chorus. His power can make you what you ought to be. His blood can cleanse your heart and make you free. His love can fill your soul and you will see. This is some good stuff. Like, I believe, personally, you can disagree with this, you theologians out there, let me know if you disagree with this. Personally, I think all people want to be good. I think they do. I think that's what Romans 7 says. 
I think Paul was writing Romans 7, you know, kind of writing in past tense of a man that wanted to be good, but it wasn't working out for him. And then in Romans 8, Romans 8, verse 1, we see now, therefore, there's no condemnation to them that walk in Christ Jesus. But they walk according to the Spirit, not after the flesh. And so we find out that there is a way to be good. But I believe this song, when it says His power can make you what you ought to be, I believe that His power can make you really what you want to be. Like all drinkers wished they could quit. All liars don't feel good about what they're doing. All of us, when we were little boys, wanted to be the guy in the white hat that rescued the damsel in distress. We wanted to be the firefighter in 9-11 that ran back into the building and nobody ever heard from him again. All of us. But as we get older, we find out it's not us and we give up. We get really depressed. But His power can make you what you ought to be. That's a promise in this song. His blood can cleanse your heart and make you free. See, this is a good thing. The people that are in bondage aren't the Pentecostals that dress a certain way and don't do certain things and uh, they don't have TVs and they don't watch Hollywood and they, they, uh, they, you know, like I say, they're faithful to their spouse and these people aren't in chains. Some people say, oh, you Pentecostals are so bound, you can't wear makeup or jewelry. No, that's not bondage. Bondage is when you're in sin and you can't get out of it. That's bondage. His blood can cleanse your heart and make you free, and His love can fill your soul. That sounds pretty neat to me. To have God's love fill my soul. And then it says, and you will see the song's conclusion. Twas best for him to have his way with thee. There's no sense in waiting. There's no sense in waiting for tomorrow. There's no sense in waiting till you're 21. There's no sense in waiting till you're married. There's no sense in waiting till you're old. You know, I'm trying to talk sense into people listening to me that serving God is the best thing you can do for you. The most selfish thing you can do for yourself is to give your life to God completely. 2 Timothy 2.25 says this. I love this verse. In meekness, am I being meek tonight? I'm trying to be. I'm not trying to be mean. I got some stoners listening to me. Luke, am I being, Luke Stoner, am I being uh, meek tonight? I sound like I'm being harsh. Just text me back here. But First Timothy or Second Timothy two twenty five says, "In meekness instructing those that oppose themselves, if God peradventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth." Paul was saying, "Try to talk some sense into people. They're their own worst enemies." Here, this is a pretty loose translation, but that's what it's saying. You know, you're your own worst enemy if you won't listen to God, if you won't come to Him in repentance, if you won't surrender your life to God and acknowledge the truth. You're fighting against yourself. God is not trying to hurt anybody. I heard a minister say years ago, and I've never forgot it, and I've said it many times, 
When they give an altar call, you don't go down to the altar. You come up, up to the altar. You come up, up to it. Like if you're a bad person and you, you go up to the altar, you become a better person. You become a good person. If you're an evil person, you'll become a good person. If you're already a good person, when you come up to the altar, you become a better person. <coughs> Notice Jeremiah 25.7. Yet you have not hearkened unto me, saith the Lord, that you might provoke me to anger with the works of your hands to your own hurt. You know, he got what God is saying is, is it's to your own hurt if you won't listen to me. You know, he, it's not going to hurt him, but it's going to hurt you. Uh, you know, this, um, there's a song, I'm going to play it, it's a Stephen Curtis Chapman song, but this song, I really like this song. I really, it's, I mean, it's jazzy, but I really like it. Because he talks about being eight years old, just a little boy, and he finds out that this way is the best way. Listen to this song.
Got the point? There's no better place on earth than the road that leads to heaven. I've always liked that song. Pastor Bob, the Tell It Like It Is radio show. Text me tonight. Let me know you're listening. 701-290-7862. Nobody's mad at me. Everybody's happy. That's good. 290-7862. Anybody out there listening from over there by Edwardsburg, Indiana, brother, is that, or is that Michigan? Edwardsburg, Michigan. Brother Jeans' church out that way. Anybody listening that way? Anybody? Just text me. 701 290 7862. If you're out that way, or you know Brother Jeans, if you know Brother Jeans, let me know that you know Brother Jeans. Uh, he's a neat guy. He's, he, uh, Brother Jeans, uh, he, he has a kind of a different greeting when he greets you. He doesn't say hello. He doesn't say praise the Lord. Doesn't say how you're doing. And when he, or when he's actually, when you're, when you, um, when you're leaving him, he has an interesting thing he says all the time. At least to me, and maybe to everybody else. When you are parting ways with Brother Jeans, he doesn't say goodbye or see you later. He says this, It's a good life living for Jesus. And that's what I'm saying tonight. You know, if, if you don't want to talk about heaven or hell, and I believe in both of those places, but if you want to just talk about having a good life, if you want to talk about being fulfilled, then live for Jesus. It's the best thing you can do for yourself. It's the best thing you can do for your mental health. It's the best thing you can do for your physical health. It's the best thing you can do for your family. It's the best thing you can do for yourself financially. (laughs) Yeah, sure it is. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse and I'll pour out a blessing on you. You can't even imagine it. You say, really, Pastor Bob? Yep, really. Yep. You know, these people like, well, those churches, all they want is money. Listen, folks, I've never asked for any money on this radio show. I don't even draw an income from our church. I, I have a business that really turned out neat, so I, I don't draw nothing wrong with drawing an income from the church, if you're a pastor, of course. <coughs> but the um, God doesn't want you to give your money because it's going to help some pastor out. That's between you and God. Like, you better, because it's for your good. 90% of your money will go farther than 100% if you give the first 10% to God. Here again, people don't believe me. The people think I'm crazy. But I'm telling you, I'm not. I'm not crazy. You want to just... You want to just hold on to everything. You want to, you want to be the, uh, you know the, the, you know the the guy that, um, just, uh, you know, kind of that fearful guy in the parable of the talents. You know, he had the one talent, and I was afraid. I hid myself. I hid the talent. You know, I was afraid. Or do you want to be the one that casts his bread upon the waters? Wow. You know, it's a pretty simple little thing, but let him have his way with thee. 
You know, the, the rest of that song, if you don't have it memorized, I'm not going to sing it tonight. I should sing something else, but I can't think of anything else to sing. I've got my guitar. But he said, would you have him make you free and follow at his call? Would you know the peace that comes by giving all? Would you have him save you so that you need never fall? Let him have his way with thee. Would you in his kingdom find a place of constant rest? Would you prove him true each providential test? Would you in his service labor always at your best? Let him have his way with thee. His power can make you what you ought to be. His blood can cleanse your heart and make you free. His love can fill your soul, and you will see Twas best for him to have his way with thee. And that's what I'm telling you tonight. It's best. It's good for you. See, there's a call to action in this song. And the call to action is simply this. Let him have his way with thee. The only thing stopping God from this great thing that God has got for you. You know, like, for instance, to be called his sons and daughters. You know, I mean, the Bible talks about Come out from among them, be separate, saith the Lord. Touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. People say, oh, it's going to be so hard, I'll be an oddball. Come out from among them, be separate. In other words, just because everybody else is jumping in the lake doesn't mean you have to. Come out and be separate, saith the Lord. And they don't read the rest of the verse. God said, I will be a father to you. You will be my sons and daughters. That sounds pretty neat. That's why the chapter next chapter goes on to say, therefore, let us cleanse ourselves. You know, let's cleanse ourselves, perfecting holiness in the fear of the Lord. You see, people say, Oh, you holiness preachers. Holiness preachers. Holiness preachers are trying to preach to people for their own good. Holiness is not hard. Once you understand, like like for instance, our world's goofed up. Like like at our church, we preach that, you know, in, in the book of Deuteronomy, it says that a man should not wear that which pertaineth to a woman, and a woman should not wear that which pertaineth to a man. And all that do such are an abomination unto the Lord. So in our church, we preach that women and men should dress differently. So when you see Pentecostal ladies, they have dresses or skirts on. You see Pentecostal men, they have they don't have dresses and skirts. They have pants on. Okay, that's, in our culture, that's how men and women dress differently. You, if you don't believe me, look at the bathroom door. It'll, it'll tell you. If you, don't, if you can't read English, the lady with the skirt, if you're a lady, go in that door. If you're a man, go in the door with the guy with the pants on. Okay? Now, we, we preach that and believe that. People say, oh, I could never do that. I can't live that way. That's too hard. But look at our society today. People don't even know whether they're men or women anymore. These transgender these transgender issues have only brought to the front that the Pentecostal people were right. That's all. I'm not making fun of anybody. I'm not trying to hurt anybody. But I'm telling you, when you go against the Word of God, it will hurt your culture. It will hurt your family. There will be more people that have suicides. There will be more people that are in mental wards. When you go against the Word of God, it's you're going against yourself, your own good. 
you know, I want to be the pastor that every kid, we got a lot of kids in our church, a lot of, a lot of children. I want every one of these children to get so sick and tired of me saying, what, are you crazy? You don't want to live for God? What's wrong with you? Listen, I, I didn't, I didn't know anything about this apostolic truth till I was 20. And when I was 20, I came to God and I'm telling you that I was a drug user. I was a drinker and other things. I don't miss those things. This is better than that. This is way better than that. And I think you're crazy if you have this and want to go back to that. You are. You're under deception of Satan. I've said it many times on the radio, but if I could give Satan a compliment, he's a tremendous salesman. He's got a terrible product, and he makes it sound like you can't live without it. And he tries to make God's product, which is a good product, into something that is loathsome to some people. Well, it's not loathsome to me. I love this life. I have no intention of going anywhere else. I was 20 years old when I started. I'm 62 years old today. And this is what I want. This is a good life. My best days now, or my worst days now, are better than my best days then. You know what? I'm going to try to find that song, but I can't do that and talk at the same time. Let me play a part of this song. This is is an old song that I used to sing, actually, part of it. But uh, it's just pretty cool. But I'm going to try to find the song I really want to sing. Say he ran a carnival, used to come to town till one September afternoon he shut it down. They tell me something happened, some say he lost his mind. Now, most September afternoons, this is what you find. An old man on the corner where he used to sell the show. Now he shouts what sounds like foolishness as the people come and go. pretty good song that's not the one i wanted but i mean the one i want to play at the end of the program i will play this um brother greg mccool song that's a neat neat um, last name mccool if i could name rename myself i think i'd name myself lucky mccool lucky mccool if i had another boy i think i'd name him lucky because he would be lucky to be born into a house where they know the Acts 238 message. Have I told you that on this show? If you want to get right with God, it's very simple. You've got to be born of the water and of the Spirit. Jesus said in John 3, be born again. Born of the water, born of the Spirit. Peter 
on the day of Pentecost, when, on the very birthday of the church, when he was asked, and when the apostles were asked, what do we need to do to get right with God? Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. He didn't say anything about the sinner's prayer, but he did say that you need to repent and you need to be baptized. Of course, that means to be immersed. And when they immerse you, they need to say, in the name of Jesus. That's the way we baptize. Unfortunately, you may not believe this, but most people don't baptize that way. That's weird. It's right there in the Bible. They say, what about Matthew twenty-eight nineteen? Pastor Jesus said, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. But why in the book of Acts did they baptize in the name of Jesus everywhere that it says? Why did they go against Jesus' teaching in Matthew twenty-eight nineteen? They did not because Jesus said, baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are not names. And he was not looking for names. He was looking for a name, and that name is Jesus. That's how that works. Well, hey, you know what? Amaray said he isn't lucky, he is blessed. So what would should I, my name be Blessed McCool? Maybe I could name myself Blessed McCool. I'll tell you, there is a girl listening right now named Amaray, and she is the nicest girl ever. She's so nice to me. Every time she sees me, she smiles, she acts happy. I told her when I saw her at that wedding, I said, you know, Amore, I pray for you every day. And she said, I pray for you every day, too. That is so cool. Um, oh, I better do some announcements. Uh, next service, Tuesday night in Beach, North Dakota. At the Beach Community Center, we have a missionary going to be there. A missionary, um, his last name is Rushing. On Wednesday, 501 Elks Drive in Dickinson, same missionary will be with us there. On Thursday, 7.30 in Bowman, North Dakota, the same missionary will be with us there. Next Sunday at 10 o'clock is Sunday School, which you, you want to come to this. We have classes for kids, we have classes for adults, and we have a basic Bible class that Pastor Bob personally teaches. And if you show up, you can be in my class, no charge. 21 lessons. If you don't want to stay for church, you don't even have to. Just come to that class. We go We go from there is a God all the way to baptism, to Holy Spirit. Uh, we talk about holiness. We, we talk about one God. I mean, it, it, we cover everything. 21 lessons. Okay. That's next Sunday. We have a church in, in Bowman, as I mentioned. That's right on Main Street. Is that 18 Main Street, Bowman? That's on... Um, they have church on Thursday night, 7.30, Sunday mornings at 10.30. You want to be there. Thank you so much for listening tonight. I'm going to end with that Greg McCool song, uh, but I also want to pray for our listening audience. I hope that I've convinced you tonight. I, I know that I've been just talking you know, loud and goofy and everything, but I really want you to know, let God have his way with you. It's the best way there is. Lord Jesus, I pray that somehow your spirit will help these words that I've said to convince people, Lord, people that are thinking that for some reason you're holding back on them, that for some reason that there's something better out there than what you've asked us to do. God, I pray for those that are backslidden, Lord, to, to be encouraged that you've got a better life for them. 
For those that are even thinking about walking away, God, help them. God, just put some sense in their head and help them realize that's just a deception. We just pray in the name of Jesus tonight, in Jesus' name. Here's an old Greg McCool song, and um, it calls my it's called My Worst Days Now. wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio.